0: Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveller podcast, part of the Informed Traveller radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveller. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. So last week, we took a short road trip to Golden, B.C. to spend an afternoon checking out the Golden Sky Bridge which I'm going to say right now is way more than just a suspension bridge. Plus, we stayed a couple of nights at the Mont Royal Hotel in the town of Banff, And while we were in Banff, we took a ride up the famous Banff Gondola to take in some of the breathtaking views atop Sulphur Mountain. It really is one of those must things to do when visiting Banff. So on our podcast this week, we'll play the conversations we had with the folks from the Banff Jasper Collection and the Golden Sky Bridge, who hosted us last week. First, we'll play our chat with David Barber, the general manager of the Banff Gondola, who tells the story behind how the Banff Gondola began. And what you need to know when visiting the BAMP Gondola. And speaking of interesting stories, one of the historic buildings right on BAMP Avenue is where the Mount Royal Hotel is located. So while we were there, we met up with the VP of Operations for the Banff Jasper Collection, Alex Grant, who shared some of the colourful past of the hotel. And then later, we'll play the conversation we had with Tristan McLaggen. He is the General Manager of the Golden Sky Bridge, which, as I mentioned, involves much more than just taking a walk across a suspension bridge. So here we go with our first conversation now with David Barber. He's the General Manager, as we mentioned, of the Banff Gondola. Who talks about how the Bamp Gondola began and what you need to know when visiting the Bamp Gondola? You can find out more about the Bamp Gondola at the Bamp Jasper Collection website, Bamp Jasper Collection. It's a beautiful day and it's middle of the afternoon and it seems crazy busy. Is it crazy busy compared to, I don't know, what used to be?
1: Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's uh, crazy busy. It's um, We're definitely seeing our uh, our business volumes back to what it was traditionally pre-COVID, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic. It's great to see, him, uh, to see our, our staffing levels are very similar to those and our uh, guest levels are you know, pretty similar, mm-hmm. um, but uh, and yeah, the, uh, the vibes are high.
0: Good. Well that's good news. How long has the uh, gondola been, been in operation now? Uh, it seems like it's, it's an icon when you come to Banff. It's one of those things that you have to do.
1: Uh, I definitely agree with you there. Um, so I mean, the history on the gondola goes back uh, uh, farther than the actual structure. So in, uh, in 1896 there was a young man named uh, Norman Sampson. And uh, he decided to take his snowshoes and go up to the top <laughs> of Sulphur Mountain uh, and figured it was a great place to observe the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went up there and uh, and eventually in 1904 he built the first trail up to the uh, peak of Sulphur Mountain. and. Uh, he had an observatory deck out there where he would go up there and he actually ended up going up there about a thousand times in his lifetime. Oh all the way up until he was 84 years old was wow. his last hike up to the top of Sulphur Mountain. Um, so there's a tradition there with, with William Sanderson, we actually have his observer, observation deck still at the peak of uh, Sulphur Mountain. Cool. Uh, and then in 1940, uh, John Jaggi, who was an immigrant out of uh, Switzerland, uh, he started the uh, first tea house on the top of Sulfur Mountain, um, so we'd have people up there for uh, for their breakfast, for their lunch, uh, and and hosted really the first tourists up on the top of Sulfur Mountain. And yeah. He actually uh, later on uh, developed a sort of tractor system that would take few people from the bottom here <laughs> up halfway. So he would help people halfway up on a tractor system uh, to get to to get the travelers up to the tea house. Yeah. Um, He decided, with his Swiss heritage, that a gondola was a much much better option than the tractor (laughs) system. Uh, So we installed in 1959, uh, the first enclosed gondola in North America, um, which is still the first dual cable enclosed gondola in all of Canada. Uh, So opening day was in 1959. In 1998, the lifts that you see right now, so the Mm -hmm. actual physical lift equipment was installed. In uh, 2016, the um, the fantastic facilities that we have on the top of Sulphur Mountain, so our upper terminal, uh, was uh, open to the public and there was a a, a $29 million um, renovation project Mm to install our restaurants and our um, interpretive floor and our experience at the top of Sulphur.
0: Yeah, it's more than just taking a ride up a mountain, right? Like you said, you've added some uh, amenities. There's a restaurant up there. So you can you can really uh, take it all in, soak it all in, right?
1: Absolutely. We recommend when people come out here, um, you know, have a good chunk of your day dedicated mm-hmm. to being up at the gondola because it is the gondola ride. Um, but it's the experience from the bottom to the top. Um, and also working with our partners in Parks Canada and going on the boardwalk and um, to the observation areas and hiking around and seeing our interpretive floor having a bite to eat in one of our restaurants grabbing a coffee from the coffee shop Um, right now we're doing Sunset Festival, Mm -hmm. um, which is uh, uh, the festival we do at Peak Patio, which is at the top of the gondola. Um, We have live musicians uh, Great place to grab a, a drink and, uh, you know, don't air and enjoy the live music and the best views in the world. So uh, we're doing that right now. So there's a ton of stuff to do. It's, mm-hmm. uh, the gondola the gondola ride is fantastic, um, but a lot of stuff to do while you're here, too. Oh, I'm sure. And
0: uh, I would guess, I'm only guessing, so you can correct me, uh, it's, it's seasonal and in, in with the daylight... You know, it's a lot, you can see a lot more obviously in the summer, but then that changes in the winter, and there's a totally different perspective,
1: I would think. Absolutely, and I'd recommend people to, to definitely come up in the summertime, but also come up in the wintertime. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it is a completely different sort of vibe up here. Um, you know, it is a little bit quieter in terms of volume, um, but I mean, some of the, uh, you know, being in Alberta and, and one of the sunniest places in the world, you know, it is beautiful, um, and to see the snow, uh, snow capped peaks. Um, to get up there in the wintertime, you can still get out there on the boardwalk. Um, it, is, it is a very different sort of atmosphere, um, but it is, it is both entirely unique. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. So
0: when is a good time to come? Uh, is it morning? Maybe we should talk about your hours of operation <laughs> before we jump into that though. Yes. Yeah,
1: so as you mentioned there, the hours of operation do fluctuate. We're open a little longer during the summertime just mm-hmm. based on the daylight hours. Uh, So right now we're open all the way from 8 a.m. until the last gondola goes down just before 10 p.m. During the winter time I highly encourage you to check our website um, that is the uh, BanffJasperCollection.com mm-hmm. uh, to check on our hours of operation. Um, we do open a little bit later just on those, the daylight hours. Um, okay. and uh, But do encourage you to check that out. And of course, if you're coming to dine as well, um, definitely pre-book ahead, make a reservation. Um, we do have some phenomenal dining experiences up there, but definitely recommend to check the website, give us a call, um, and pre-book that trip and we'll make sure that uh, everything goes flawlessly. Is it
0: weather dependent? Like, Are there some days where, if it's really windy, you're just not going to operate, that people should be aware of that kind of thing? I mean, Not that it happens a lot, but...
1: The wind very rarely. Um, we do have wind stops if the no. if the wind does pick up beyond a, thir- a certain threshold yeah. um, where we do stop momentarily, but it's very... I, I've never seen it where we're closed for a mm-hmm. day due to the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have, um, typically in the wintertime, if it gets below minus 25 degrees, we might have a uh, delayed opening just mm-hmm. to make sure that... Um, that the, the weather can get a little bit warmer before we start the gondola up. Yeah. Um, health and safety and security is always the top of our priority list so just making sure that um, you know there isn't any inherent danger with the gondola but you know our ability in our teams to respond yeah, exactly, in right. minus 25 is going to be a lot um, tougher of a situation than it would be in a, yeah. a warmer climate. So, um,
0: just. Logistics, I notice people, are, you can get tickets when you're here, but do you want to take that risk? I mean, it's better probably to go online and Absolutely. make sure everything's reserved and you just have to you know, Absolutely. Show up.
1: I always recommend uh, booking tickets in advance. Um, there is some discounts as well for our Alberta residents. Um, we also do have some packages available with Lake Minnewanka, the Icefields Parkway, and that sort of thing right now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely recommend. Um, it is, uh, in particular, a very busy area being up here on Sulphur Mountain, we share the space as well with the uh, Banff Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to make sure uh, that you have your ticket in advance, you present it to our parking attendants, get you in a parking spot or a shuttle from uh, one of our downtown hotels or uh, from the overflow parking lot in a yeah. uh, Banff Town site and taking those shuttles up and be planful of that. Um, we The last thing we want is to turn anybody away yeah. um, based on our tickets uh, that we have sold already. So definitely would book in advance.
0: And that's pretty handy too, having the shuttle like that. Like uh, parking is an issue. <laughs> Absolutely. Some days,
1: like I imagine today, it probably is an issue. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's, it's one of our uh, Promise to Place initiatives. Um, you know, an uh, environmental impact is, is huge for us and also working with the town of Banff on traffic management throughout mm-hmm. Banff is, is hugely important. So um, we do have two shuttles running a day, um, stops at the overflow lot by the train station in town, also stops at uh, the Banff Park Lodge as well as the Elkin Avenue Hotel mm-hmm. um, and it'll take you right up here hassle-free, um, leave your vehicle at the overflow lot, hop on, we'll drop you off downtown as well if you'd like to go there afterwards and, and take the the hassle of driving and, and worrying about finding and parking and that sort of thing away from the experience, and, and just have you just come up and enjoy the gondola. Yeah,
0: um, we only have about a minute, but to any special events people should be aware
1: of? Absolutely. Going into the winter is uh, you know, it's probably my favorite time to be around Banff. Um, we did have a, a lot of great stuff coming. Last year we um, launched Nightrise, which mm-hmm. is our uh, collaborative experience. It's a multimedia experience. Collaborating with our friends at the Stony Nakoda. Um, it's, it's really a phenomenal um, experience to to go up top and, and feel their culture and the importance of the mountains and the importance of gathering mm-hmm. um, with the Stony Nakoda and being able to celebrate that and also um, really... Um, celebrate the night um, you know for me you know the optimal experience in the wintertime is coming up to the gondola here coming up around 4 maybe 3 30 um, you get to go up you see all the sights around you get to watch the sunset which is, you see that album glow in the time. yeah um, grab some dinner in Sky Bistro the number one rated restaurant in Banff for Northern Lights um, and then night rise um, yeah. as soon as the Sun goes down so for me for value Uh, And that experience, uh, I don't think there's anything better, so I highly recommend um, that folks definitely come out and see us for that.
0: Yeah, well, there's a tip right there. Uh, David Barber is the general manager of the BAMP Gondola, BAMPJasperCollection.com is where you can find more info. It was fun chatting. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, as we mentioned, we took a short road trip to the town of Banff, Alberta last week to get caught up on what's new there and, of course, take in the beautiful scenery. And while we were there, spent a couple of nights at the historic Mount Royal Hotel located right on Banff Avenue. The location couldn't be better. There's an ice cream shop right next door for one. Uh, You step out the front door and you're only a few steps or blocks away from everything you need. And right outside the front lobby as well is the Rome Transit System to take you to the other areas of the town and the park itself. It's also where we met up with Alex Grant. He's the VP of Operations with the BAMP Jasper Collection. The website to learn more about the Mount Royal Hotel is BAMPJASPERCOLLECTION.COM. And here's that conversation now. We're sitting uh, on the second floor just above the lobby here the Mount Royal Hotel. It's a, it's a beautiful location. Like, oh my goodness, it's a beautiful building and it's been here a long time, right?
2: Yeah, thanks Randy. I appreciate you taking the time to come visit us and uh, to chat about what we're really excited about uh, for all of our hotels, attractions, food and beverage outlets across the Canadian Rockies. But yeah, sitting in the Mount Royal Hotel on the second floor, uh, originally built way back yeah. in 1908 yeah so that's you know pretty if you're thinking Banff history that's uh, right in the heart of when you know all of the the migration and travel was yeah. and, and the enthusiasm around the Rockies was starting um, so the Brewster brothers they they took it over in 1912 mm-hmm. and since then this hotel has had nine renovations <laughs> um, and the cascade, hotel, which is, is it's now all connected together, which okay. is further down the street. But yep. now all one had three renovations leading up to, to today. So total of 12 renovations that wow. this property has seen. So it's really been a, a canvas for uh, representing the times in Banff as the the traveler has evolved over the years and, and, you know, grown to that real international destination yeah. that we're so excited about here in Banff and in the Canadian Rockies. Well,
0: evolve is a good word, right? Because I think uh, anytime I talk to someone in the hotel industry or the hospitality industry, you got to evolve. Like, every, things are constantly changing, and I guess that goes back to... How many times this building has been renovated and updated, right?
2: A- absolutely. So what's unique about this hotel uh, is that it's actually survived two fires. Mm-hmm. Um, so one back in 1967 and then the second as recently is, is 2016. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we were able to really do a, a refresh on this place and so you know we were really really purposeful about making sure that we paid homage to the storied history of yeah. the area so you can feel sitting in this lobby that it sort of has that vibe of yeah. the 20s 30s uh with it and, and what the sort of again that um that bold explorer and traveler would have been looking for as they came in on the train um, as a sort of you know a fine experience in yeah. coming into Banff. Uh, while also building in some contemporary elements, so we're sitting on some nice, you know, leather chairs and couches right now. <laughs> We've just put in a brand new restaurant into the hotel yeah. called Brazen, yeah. which we're really excited about. Again, really playing up on the, uh, the old restaurant lounge that existed, you know, back in the days where this was the Alberta Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the Alberta Bar. And so, you know, we call it brazen because the food experience is very bold, very forward, very fun. Um, and we think really complements the hotel and the overall, you know, um, melding of the history, but yeah, current yeah, yeah. together all in one. Uh, and so we've had great reception from, from both, you know, international guests, um, long haul guests and, and locals to, to the new, new uh, restaurant experience that we've put in. So yeah. It's uh, uh, great.
1: and then
0: you have on the fifth floor.
2: Yeah, we have the Cascade Lounge, yeah. which is in what was the Cascade Hotel. Okay. Uh, so I talked about two hotels merging into one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a really, really nice amenity to the hotel where we've got you know nice hot tubs that guests can go uh, and and enjoy that are outdoor so if you know if they're uh, planning a ski vacation really nice to robe up <laughs> and go out into the into the outdoor hot tubs and then it has the cascade lounge which serves beverages some snacks uh, that you know guests can go up enjoy play some games mm-hmm. have a nice you know beverage um, and have a nice evening yeah
0: so um how many rooms in all then
2: uh, in this hotel I believe we have 127 okay uh, I might be a couple off yeah there. yeah. Um, you know mostly king bedrooms we have some you know two queens that are there for families but it's a yeah. uh, you know it's a, a great couples retreat hotel with you know again the combination of the hot tubs, exactly. the cascade lounge brazen uh, and then of course you know everything on Banff to go experience and explore from a a dining and adventure perspective. And then we now have Open Top that uh, that we're offering at the yeah. Royal Hotel. Yeah, it's yeah. been a, a fun new uh, attraction where you can learn about the history of Banff uh, as a, a local celebrity. Yeah, tell me a little bit
0: about, about that. Because, I mean, the location is fantastic. You step out the front door, you got an ice cream shop right next to you. Yeah. And then, you know, everything you'd want within a... Uh, Two or three block radius, I would think, right?
2: It, yeah, it, the location doesn't get any better, right in the heart of, of downtown Banff. Um, and, you know, in the summer, uh, the town of Banff has done a great thing and closed off the street for yeah. walking traffic only. Um, most of the time, the um, the, the, the local transit bus system can pass through mm-hmm. but you know a really nice experience uh, being able to walk onto the street and sit outside have a beverage have a nice meal uh, at the many you know wonderful restaurant establishments mm-hmm. around Banff Avenue and on Banff Avenue and so yeah we've opened our this year we're running Open Top Touring uh, which is uh, the, the vehicle is a, a 20 passenger um, retrofitted Uh, touring bus Mm -hmm. that has an open top roof. It is a play up on an old Brewster touring bus uh, that was again back from the early 90s (laughs) where uh, the Brewster brothers would tour around Fairmont guests around the region and so that bus was called Old White (laughs) and uh, so we retrofitted that and paid homage again to that history yeah. uh, of the Brewster brothers and how they used to tour guests around the Rockies um, to offer a new tour experience of the core of Banff and some of its best sites, secrets, views, uh, where you learn some of the local history, but some of the current, you know, fun, local, edgy things to do around town, which, mm-hmm. is, which is a great experience.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think pe- if people haven't been to Banff for a while, the, the way you talk about how they've opened up the main street just for foot traffic, except for the Rome bus that goes through, it really does spread out. Like, the you know, if anyone thinks that it was congested before, now it's not. that's not the issue anymore, I don't think. Yeah, At least they, it seems to me anyway.
2: B- BAMP has certainly done a great job. Uh, they've also, you know, made some really nice upgrades to Bear Street, which is yeah. one street over, yeah. uh, where, you know, that's sort of a, a walking traffic slash, you know, small vehicle passage, Road that again a much nicer experience for um, you know touring around you can do a nice circuit now mm-hmm. uh, where you see a lot of the, the local Banff businesses and um, restaurants and getting yeah. to get to explore Banff I think in a more walking friendly way yeah that, that does spread out the crowds and a you know in a really appealing guest um, um, you know. and now
0: we're getting into the fall season uh, it's a beautiful time to be in Bath in the fall too, right? Absolutely. So, any events or anything coming up that uh, people should make note of even a- into the winter season? I know ski a- absolutely, season's coming. Yeah, to we've
2: well. got a few things uh, always do. Um right. so it is actually this year it's Brewster's 130th birthday. All right. So, we're doing just a small little reception in Brazen. It's yeah. open to the public on September 29th. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Uh it will be, you know, a really fun event to just again pay uh, you know, to, to to talk about and, and recognize the history of the, the Brewster brothers and their impact in fact on the town um, we've got our night rise experience up mm-hmm. at the gondola that's opening in october we've got uh you know vamp the gondola christmas that we do in december which is a that always you know, looks one, like fun ton of fun we have uh you know santa's always there <laughs> and the elves those are sort of our, I would say, our main yeah. uh, events through the, the winter season that we get excited There's about. There's always something
0: going on. Um, so you just have to check out your uh, website, bampjaspercollection.com. Stay at the Mount Royal Hotel, one of the many uh, establishments that you run. And Alex Grant, it was a pleasure chatting with you, the VP of operations for the Bamp Jasper Collection. Again, the website is bamfjaspercollection.com. It was fun chatting,
2: Alex. Awesome, thanks for Thank having you. me, Randy, and yeah. thanks for coming to visit us.
0: On this week's show, we've been sharing our short road trip adventure hosted by the folks from the Banff Jasper Collection and Pursuit. And part of our adventure was spending an afternoon at the Golden Sky Bridge, which is a totally fun experience. And let me tell you, it is way more than just a suspension bridge located across a valley. There's all kinds of activities for you to do, from zip lining and a challenge course to a kid's play area to axe throwing and more. Not to mention the special spectacular views that you have from the suspension bridges there's actually two a lower one and an upper one in fact you can get a great visual of it by viewing our one minute travel bit on our website at theinformedtraveler.org. and there's more activities planned for the future too as I found out when I met up with Tristan McClagan he's the general manager of the Golden Sky Bridge you can check their website goldenskybridge.com and here is our conversation with Tristan now Let's start with the story of how this all began because it's not just a sky bridge. <laughs>
3: Absolutely and I think uh, I mean from the beginnings you know for us as, as Pursuit two years ago was the first time we we walked the site out here and there was a, a local development company uh, that had acquired this land over 15 years ago and a group that had a vision and a dream of one day creating an adventure park in, in Golden British Columbia and, and we came along and you know and, and we're lucky enough to be involved in this project and, okay. uh, and saw it through to the finish and put through the acquisition late last spring uh, we opened last summer early june four months of operation and uh, we, we learned quickly what we'd acquired and what we had left to finish yeah. as the snow melted quick turnaround and we had a great summer last season uh, we re- spent the winter really planning and focusing on what we wanted to grow this business into mm-hmm. and we reopened this spring and it's been a very exciting project i mean we have the you know the sky Bridge is the core attraction canada's yeah. highest suspension bridges uh, also, really lucky to have here, you know, zip lines, 1,200 foot zip lines spanning the canyon, 600 feet above the canyon floor above the Twin Waterfalls, yeah. uh, treetop challenge courses, axe throwing, climbing walls, a great plaza, food trucks, um, you know, a ton of different events and different things that we do here. So really, it is you know, attraction for everyone, and we're yeah. building something that you know is here for everyone. It's a privilege and an honor to be part of this community. We're excited as Pursuit to be part of the community of Golden. it's a beautiful community. Mm-hmm. They've welcomed us with open arms. And we continue to look at opportunities to continue to be part of this community through uh, events, community acts, and and partnerships
0: within the community. Yeah, like I, that's what I mean. It's not just a skybridge. So anybody who thinks, oh, a, a, who wants to just go walk across skybridge? But it's way more than that. And it's and you got something for everyone. So if you have families, it's great for that. So uh, and I would think there's there's more to come still, right? <laughs> there
3: is. I mean, this is really. You nailed it. This is really the tip of the iceberg and, yeah. and we have you know, just under 100 acres out here. Uh, it's a little bit different for us in, in the pursuit world. We're outside of the national parks. We're surrounded by six suppose, national parks, right? but being here in Golden,
0: yeah.
3: so we have a little more freedom and flexibility of, of how we use our land and, and how we want to grow this business. Um, we're very excited to be in the final stages of launching the Rail Rider Mountain Coaster.
0: Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you about that.
3: So. It's been a great project, It's uh, as you can see as you as you walk around the attraction, it's very close. Um, first of its kind really in Canada of this level, so there's a few other coasters that exist in other geos uh, in the area, but this yeah. really is the European ski four tracks has the with the full up track, speeds reaching you know, 60, 65 kilometers an hour, full braking <laughs> systems, full control, <laughs> computerized carts for distance control and safety. And the great thing about this is it, it can take two riders, so you can have, yeah. you know, two a couple that want to ride together, a young child from two <clears> years <throat> and, and older, and uh, it really is choose your own adventure. And I think everything that we're doing at the Golden Sky Bridge really is this choose your own adventure. You know, we have the the extreme, we have a giant canyon swing coming on board that's going to be. You know, one of the biggest, fastest, scariest in the world. <laughs> From a personal perspective, I can tell you, my my personal interest in riding this is is minimal. The, <laughs> the staff's interest in, in launching me off of it is quite high. It's quite yeah. <laughs> um, so we're in the final stages of engineering with that, and that's going to be you know, what a forty to sixty foot free fall, what a four hundred foot pendulum, and speeds above a hundred kilometers an hour. And we're designing and engineering that to be a tandem swing. So again, something that really is for thrill seekers. Yeah. And then we have things, as you mentioned previously, you know, just the walk through the trails. We have a beautiful, large uh, treetop play area, a full toddler playground, and, and really trying to create something for everyone. So, you know, a family or large group comes up and everyone finds an adventure that suits their needs and their desire. And that's been really important to, to really think of, you know, the broader spectrum and how mm. can we appeal to the masses and, and what can we create that is unique and is an experience that's that's going to be here for years to come and, mm-hmm. and how do we make sure it's a sustainable yeah respectful of the natural environment and that we're creating something within this beautiful canyon that's a privilege and an honor
0: for us to be a part of let's talk about just the logistics of coming here what do you need to know um uh is there some restrictions age restrictions for example or something like that that people should know be aware of we have we have no restrictions on the general
3: admission. Mm-hmm. So we basically offer two different packages. The general admission, which allows you access to the whole park, all the trail networks, the bridges, all of our interpretive, the play areas, our plaza, all of our events when we have live music, et mm-hmm. And then we have what we call an adventure pass. Mm-hmm. And the adventure pass is, is a ticket, an add-on to your general admission. It allows you unlimited access to all the auxiliary attractions over a three hour period. So that would include the, the treetop challenge courses, the sky zip line, the climbing walls, the axe throwing, et cetera, et cetera, and, yeah. and the restrictions for those are, you know, from seven and up, mm-hmm. from an age restriction and mm-hmm. from a weight restriction. There's restrictions that's based on safety, so, um, you know, it's very encompassing. Mm-hmm. And for safety, there's there's minimum weight and maximum weight for the zip lines, as there is in all locations. Yep. Uh, but we have engineered to make that as as broad of a range as we can and uh, yeah really there is something for everyone further to to the point even you know those people who are a little bit afraid who maybe need a helping hand (laughs) to get across the bridges being the highest in canada and those that don't cross the bridges you know come back to the plaza they can enjoy a beautiful lunch or dinner at our food trucks have a nice pint of cold craft beer on a nice hot day yeah, and, uh, and just really relax and watch people. You know, you have the zip line coming in, mm-hmm. f- people speeding in 60, 65 kilometers an hour every few minutes right into the plaza <laughs> after their 1200 foot zip across the canyon. So I mean, really it's exhilarating in all aspects of it. Visually, it's a great place to come and watch other people if you don't mm-hmm. have the the intensity to, to conquer some of your fears yourself. And if you do, it's a great place to overcome your fears. And uh, we have a great team here who's very supportive making sure that you know, we find an adventure for everyone and everyone finds the, the adventure that suits their personal desire and needs.
0: Now can you, um, because what we did is we just did a loop just to see what was there uh, with the adventure pass, but if I had the general pass and wanted to upgrade while I'm here, you can do that too, right? Absolutely. Say, hey, I, I want to try the zip-lighting. now. I wasn't sure, but now I want to try it or some of and, the other things, right? And we see that quite often.
3: Yeah. People that come in, you know, without seeing what is a, a treetop aerial challenge course, you know, even even for me, someone would have said got, that yeah, to gotta two, see years, it like two years ago and I would have <laughs> pictured something completely different, right? So we have multiple areas within the attraction where we're able to upgrade and sell tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, someone crosses the first bridge, they change their mind, they get a little bit more excitement. Uh, they want the challenge, whether it's for the challenge <laughs> course as a zipline, they can upgrade their
0: general mission ticket. And get the all-access right pass there on for the spot. Hours, they don't right have to come spot. back to the office. Or anything like, oh, that's yeah. very convenient. Um, now, when, is, when are you open? I'm, I'm assuming you close at wintertime. We are be wrong.
3: we are currently closing in the winter. Yeah. So we're open um, sort of from early May until just after Thanksgiving. We are looking at some year-round operations in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently focusing on our core attraction, really building it up. Um, you know, and working towards that and continuously building and growing. And further to my point, you know, tip of the iceberg will continuously every year be adding. And we're looking at, at ways we can continuously grow and develop this attraction and, yeah. uh, and super excited for, for where we're at now, where we came from <laughs> and where we're headed. It's been it's been quite a journey and a privilege to have such a great team here, such a great community and the support of this community. And uh, and yeah. really excited at the partnerships, you know, with our local Tanaha and, and Métis friendships that we've been able to make with, mm-hmm. uh, with our different partnerships throughout the community, and really focus on giving back to the community. Mm. Um, We have a community support, golden locals and people from the area. We do a seasons pass, they come one time, have access all season, which is really important for us to make sure we're not taking something away from the community. This is a canyon that generations have enjoyed. The waterfalls, as you saw, crossing the bridges are absolutely breathtaking, and our goal is to- We didn't uh, even (laughs) talk about the
0: views, (laughs) but the views are amazing.
3: They are absolutely, and I mean, I recommend going on you know GoldenSkyBridge com or onto our social channels and just and take in some of those images and mm. and get out here when you can because Golden's a special place. Uh, it, it's a short drive from from Calgary, Edmonton, and mm-hmm. you know it's always one of those places people feel is a little further than it is, but it's a hop, skip, and a jump from Banff and
0: uh, yeah. and from Calgary, Edmonton. So. It is really easy to get here and the signage is great like it's not, you're not wondering uh, am I coming up the right road or anything. So you've done a great job that way. I have about 30 seconds anything you want to add I might have missed or something?
3: No just wanted to to say thanks for joining. Uh, I look forward to seeing you on the zip lines and the challenge courses later We're this afternoon. do it right away. <laughs> and we look forward to welcoming continued guests and we look forward to getting you know our, our Rail Rider Mountain Coaster is, is very close. We're very excited about that coming online giant canyon swing and, and continuously see what we're up to because yeah. we're not slowing down. We're continuing to build, continuing to grow, and we're we're super excited for the future here and uh, super honored and privileged to be part of this great community here in Golden, British Columbia.
0: Keep going back to the website, uh, goldenskybridge.com, and Tristan McClagan is the general manager of the Golden Sky Bridge. Uh, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Appreciate your time. That is this week's Informed Traveler Podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler Radio Show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know. Leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at the you can also like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash or follow me on Twitter at InformedTraveler.